This is Reverend Kirk Lawton, minister at Ocean Lakes Family Campground, and this is our podcast. Our prayer is that this message may enrich your life as you find God especially meaningful to you. Thank you for worshiping with us. We welcome you this morning to our Sunday morning worship service from Ocean Lakes Family Campground in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Today we have a special treat in store for us. We are blessed to have a guest minister to bring the sermon this morning. He is Reverend Rich McLawhorn, who along with his wife Jody, are regular tenders at our worship services each week. Reverend McLawhorn has been very active throughout his pastoral ministry, serving in various capacities, not only as pastor of churches, but also in many other places of Christian service. We look forward now to hearing God's word from Reverend McLawhorn as he brings the message which is entitled, Eagle's Wings, God, and Us. Good morning. As Brother Kirk said, my name is Rich McLawhorn. I, I have the uh, very great uh, blessing of being able to help him and fill in for him today in, in this message that God has led me to prepare, to, entitled, Eagle's Wings, God, and Us. The text for my message this morning, it comes from Exodus chapter 19, verses 1 through 6. That's Exodus chapter 19, verses 1 through 6. If you have your Bible, please open up to Exodus 19, and I will be reading the first six verses uh, from the NIV translation. And, and so I read, quote, In the third year after the Israelites left Egypt, on that very day, they came to the desert of Sinai. After they set out from Rephidim, they entered the desert of Sinai, and Israel camped there in the desert in front of the mountain. Then Moses went up to God, and the Lord called him from the mountain and said, This is what you're to say to the house of Jacob, and what you're to tell the people of Israel. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt, and how I carried you on eagles' wings, and brought you to myself. Now if you obey me, and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. Now the setting for the passage I just read is very important. And this is the setting. About three months earlier, the Israelites had been freed from slavery in Egypt. And they were on their way to the Promised Land. Here they reached Mount Sinai, a place where God was going to do some special things for them. For example, it was here that God was going to give them the Ten Commandments. And it was here that God was going to tell them how to live and worship in ways that would be pleasing to him, and how they could enjoy even more blessings from him in the future. But before God did all of that, the first thing God did when they got to Mount Sinai was to point something out to them. We find it in verse 4. It reads, quote, You yourself have seen what I did to Egypt, and how I carried you on eagles' wings, and brought you to myself. Now, one thing this verse refers to is the time right after the Israelites had been freed from slavery. 
they had reached the Red Sea, but were then trapped by Egyptian soldiers there. But God provided them with a way to safety by parting the Red Sea. Then later, when they had been hungry in the desert, God provided them with manna and quail to eat. When they had been thirsty in the desert, God had provided them with water. When they had been attacked by enemies, God had provided them with victory. And as the Israelites stopped here and rested at Mount Sinai, God had more blessings in store for them in the future. And he knew that they faced even more problems and more difficulties in the future. So God talked about a simple bird, an eagle. Because Israelites were very familiar with eagles. Now I confess that as I began working on this sermon, I was not very familiar with eagles. So as I prepared this sermon, I read a lot about eagles. I read how eagles who have young eaglets are, are very protective of their young. And I came across a story from a newspaper in Washington, D.C. about an incident where a camera had been fixed on an eagle's nest. People had watched the young eagle be hatched out of the egg, and then they watched the parents feed and, and protect that young eagle. Now, the top of a tree is about the worst place to be in a tornado. But that's where the baby eagle was when a tornado came by nearby in Washington, D.C. The tornado had winds of 60 to 70 miles an hour when it came near. The parrot eagles were out foraging for food. So the baby bird was all alone in the nest just as a strong gust from the tornado were arriving. But seconds later, Liberty, and that's what they called the, the mother eagle, Liberty swooped in and sheltered the young eagle. As the storm passed close by, the tree limbs supporting the nest rocked back and forth, but the nest itself held firm. And the story went on to describe how the tree swayed back and forth, rain fell and wind blew. But that mother eagle covered her young, protected that young bird all during the storm. After the storm passed by, people watched as, as the eagle resumed her regular activities, providing care for that young eagle. The Israelites knew about eagles acting that way. So God used that imagery to point out to the Israelites that just as a parent eagle provided protection and food and water for its young, he had protected them, and he had provided for them. And God said in verse 4 that he did all of that to bring them to himself so they could receive more of his care and more of his blessings in the future. Now, folks, it's important for us today to understand that this is not just a story about a people a long time ago. You see, this points out how God has provided a way to bring you and me to himself today. So he can also do some special things for us provide protection for us, and bestow special blessings on us. Listen to what the Bible tells us in the New Testament. 
1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. It says, Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. Listen to that again. Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. This one verse contains a very important principle for, for you and, and for me today. Let me try to illustrate it. I read a story in a number of different devotional places on, on the Internet, including Sabbath School Personal Ministries, about a young soldier in the Union Army whose brother and father had been killed in the Civil War. The young soldier needed an, an exemption from military service to go home and help his sister and mother with the spring planting on the farm. So the young soldier went to Washington, D.C. to see President Lincoln. When he got to the White House, he was told he couldn't see the president. There was a war going on, and he was told, now you go back and, and fight in the war like you're supposed to. The soldier was very disheartened, and he walked away and sat down on a park bench not far from the White House when a little boy came up to him. The boy said, soldier, you look unhappy. What's wrong? And the soldier told the young boy about how his father and brother had been killed in the war. And now he was the only man in their family. So he was needed desperately back at the farm for the spring planting. That little boy took the soldier by the hand and led him back to the White House. They walked through the back door, past the guards, past all the generals, past the high-ranking government officials, until they got to the president's office itself. The little boy didn't even knock on the door. He just opened it and walked in. And there was President Lincoln with his Secretary of State, looking over the battle plans on the desk. President Lincoln looked up and said, What can I do for you, Tad? Little Tad Lincoln said, Daddy, this soldier needs to talk to you. And right then and there, the soldier had a chance to plead his case to President Lincoln. And he was exempted from military service due to the hardship he was under. All because the right person brought him to the president. That story illustrates what the Bible tells us about God and Jesus and us. Listen to 1 Peter 3.18 again. Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. You see, when we have questions about life, or when we hurt, or grieve, or have problems, God has provided His Son, Jesus Christ, to bring us to Himself. And in the words of young Tad Lincoln, Jesus says to God, Daddy, here's someone who needs to talk to you. And that's how we can talk to God and get results that only God can give like that soldier talked to President Lincoln and got results that only President Lincoln could give. 
What an incredible, glorious truth all of that is. Just like a parent eagle provides for his young each day, God has provided a way to help you and me each day. The second truth I want to discuss with you this morning is this. Just as an eagle parent defends its young against anything that threatens it, God defends His children against anything that threatens His love and care for us both now and for all eternity. Listen to what we're told in Romans 8, verse 35 and in 37 through 39. Reading now. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of Christ that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now you know, Sundays and, and weekends are usually relaxing and enjoyable times. But after Sundays, Mondays come. And the verses I just read from Romans 8 tell us that Mondays and the days afterwards with all of their problems and, and heartaches may be coming. But no problem, no sin, no person, no sickness, nothing. Not even death itself can take away God's love and care for someone who has faith in Jesus Christ. And nothing can, can take away the eternal life they have through faith in Jesus Christ. Like a parent eagle protects its young against all threats to their physical safety, God protects believers against all threats to their eternal safety and blessings in Jesus Christ. A little over 20 years ago, I was pastor of a church just north of Columbia, South Carolina. One day I went downtown to Babbitt's Hospital in Columbia, which it, that's what it was, the hospital was called then. The name has changed, but it's still in Columbia. I went downtown there in Columbia to deliver a midday message at chapel. My message would be sent to all the rooms in the hospital through closed-circuit TV. Well, I, I found a parking place on a side street, and as I walked over to Taylor Street and turned the corner toward the hospital, I saw that the entire block at the entrance to the hospital was cordoned off by police. And right in front of the hospital entrance, there were countless emergency vehicles and fire trucks. People were looking up, so I looked up. I saw two men hanging up in the air. They had been up on scaffolding, cleaning the outside of the windows on the eighth floor. Their equipment had, had malfunctioned and one end of the scaffolding had fallen, so, so they had fallen. Only their safety straps 
prevented those two men from plunging down to the street below. As I watched, the, the rescue workers extended a long ladder from one of the fire trucks. Then a lone fireman climbed up the ladder, reached out, and carefully eased one of the men onto the ladder, held onto him tightly, and slowly eased that man down to safety. Then the lone fireman did the same thing for the other worker. He climbed up the ladder, reached out, carefully got the other worker over onto his ladder, held on to him tightly, and slowly eased him down to safety. While all that was going on, I noticed that all sorts of people just stood around on the ground watching. There were doctors from the hospital, nurses, emergency medical technicians, policemen, and other firemen. All of those people were specially trained. All of those people were highly skilled. But all they could do was watch as that one fireman reached out, grabbed those workers, held on to them tightly, and saved them from falling to their death below. That's sort of what Jesus, and, and only Jesus, can do for you and and for me. There are times when all of us face problems and, and issues that, that can undermine our lives unless someone helps us. And all of us are sinners and we face eternal death unless someone saves us. Jesus is that someone God has provided. Jesus reaches out to everyone who will accept his help, puts his arm around them, holds on to them, and leads them to the throne of, of Almighty God, a place where we can gain help in our time of need, a place of safety for all eternity. No one else can do it. Others can only stand and watch. Jesus himself said in John 14, 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. All of that leads me to ask you this morning, what is your relationship with Jesus Christ like? You know, he wants to help you with the things that come up in your life. Have you responded to his offer to help. Responding to his offer of help starts with receiving him in your heart as your Lord and Savior. Have you done that? If you've not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I encourage you to do that today. If you have done that, if you are a Christian, I encourage you, ladies and gentlemen, to claim what God has provided for you in Jesus Christ. Yes, claim it, not just with your thoughts, not just with your words, but also with your actions and, and your reactions as you live out life in our fallen world. You see, I really believe that Chuck Swindoll hit the nail on the head when he said, quote, I'm convinced that life is 
what happens to us and 90% how we react to it. Listen to those words again. Quote, I'm convinced that life is 10% what happens to us and 90% how we react to it. So Christian, listen to me carefully. Tomorrow, next week, next month, when the worries come, when the hurts come, when the illnesses come, immediately react to it by claiming what God has provided for you in Jesus Christ. In the name of your Savior, immediately go straight to God. Share your thoughts. Discuss your concerns. Lay your burdens at the throne of grace. I'm saying that because what we're told in both the Old Testament and the New Testament. God told the Israelites in the Old Testament in Exodus 19, verse 4, You yourself have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagles' wings and, and brought you to myself. Then in 1 Peter 3, 18, in the New Testament, Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. So we see God actively working throughout Scripture, working on ways, providing a way for us to come to Him to receive help in our time of need. That's what God wants. Just like a parent eagle provides and cares for his young, God the Father has provided a way to care for us. That way is His Son, Jesus Christ. God did that in an act of love for you and for me. John 3.16 says it, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And just as God acted in love provide that way for us, Jesus acted in love by dying for us. That's what we're told in Ephesians 5, 2. It says, Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. What an incredible, loving Savior we have. What an awesome, loving God we have. A God who provided a way for us to him out of love for us and a Savior who died for us out of love for us. I encourage you this morning to accept His way of getting to God. If you've not received Jesus Christ as your Savior, do that today. If you have, use the way He's provided. In the name of your Savior, go to God. Share your thoughts, your worries, your concerns, your burdens. God loves you, and He wants to help you just like a parent eagle wants to help and care for its young. May God bless his message to us in this today. Join me in prayer, please. Father, these are some incredible truths that you provide to us using the example of an eagle, something that Israelites knew all about. We thank you for this image that you gave us we thank you that you care for us, you love us, you provide a way for us. But more than anything, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ. And Lord, I know there's some people listening to this message this morning who do not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. I pray they will accept Him as their Lord and Savior today. If they don't quite 
know how to accomplish that. May the Holy Spirit work in their hearts and minds in such a way as they will seek a way to seek someone to explain it to them. There are many sites, such as the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association website. It's going farther ministry. It's Peace with God ministry. Ministries like that who are very clearly and diligently pointing people to you through Jesus Christ. And for those of us who know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, I pray you will prompt us to always trust you, turn to you through him, because you love us and you want to care for us, and Jesus loved us and gave himself so that could happen. We pray all of this in the holy and precious name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.